Welcome to the Emmaus Fellowship Teaching Podcast. We trust you find this encouraging. Emmaus Fellowship is located at 205 North Pine Street in Woodland Park, Colorado. Our phone number is 719-687-6061. We trust you find this encouraging as you pour over God's Word with us. Gave me a voice and a song Taught me how to sing Hey gang, okay, so before we jump into the encouragement here, let me just make an announcement about next week. Next week we're going to be meeting at the regular time, 10 o'clock, here at Emmaus Fellowship in person, and we're going to have an extended time of worship. And in that extended time of worship, we're going to be having communion. We're also going to be creating some space for you to share anything that the Lord might be encouraging you with or wants you to share to the body, uh, whether that's a word of encouragement through the scripture or a prophetic word, or if there's some word of knowledge where you would feel the Lord would want to be ministering to some specific needs within our fellowship we want to create some space for that okay so that's going to be super fun and it's going to end with a time of fellowship and potluck downstairs so be sure and bring some food to share and we will enjoy all of that together so that's next week all right so one of the things that we're going to be doing here over the next oh six weeks or so is anytime we have an aspen grove I'm going to be referring to the previous week's message or the previous week's series of events, whatever that might be. And so, for example, today, I'm going to be referring to some things that Brian Finnamore shared uh, last week. And there's a couple of reasons why we're going to be doing this. Uh, More details to come on that. But I think that one of the things that I, I want to share is that I'm not going to be echoing the message, okay, that Brian brought. It was amazing. I want to encourage you that if you have not listened to that, that you can go to our Facebook page, Emmaus Fellowship Facebook page, and you can watch the archived live streaming. You can fast forward that to Brian's teachings or you can watch the whole thing. It's up to you. Um, Not quite sure when the podcast will be up uh, with the Weddells moving to Arkansas. Um, We're giving Ben some time just to get his his ground, you know, just to get his bearings where he's at and and, uh, get his footing there. So with that, uh, we'll have that podcast up hopefully in the next few weeks. But anyway, that being said, Immediately, you could watch it on our Facebook Live archive uh, on our Facebook page. So, that being said, I'm not going to jump right into echoing everything he said, but man, it was good. It's always so good, isn't it, when when our friend Brian comes and shares and ministers, gives encouraging words afterwards, prophetic words, words of knowledge, praying for the sick, things like that. Um, dear, dear friend. Now, at the heart of what Brian was sharing, for those of you who didn't hear, I'll kind of try to encapsulate the gist of it. Uh, it had to do with the fact that there was there's a, a goodness of God that is like a plane of existence that we are invited to be a part of, 
and that we can have assurance and confidence to know that God is capable, not only capable, but desires to turn everything that we go through into good. Even the trials, the tribulations, the difficulties that we face um, as human beings, where we want to try to escape them, where we want to try to alleviate as much pain and suffering, uh, God is actually like, hey, you know what? This is actually going to be good for you. Like I'm going to actually turn this into something that's good for you. And uh, so often we're asking God to alleviate our challenges in life. And what God tends to do in, instead of alleviating them is giving us the grace to move through them. And one of the graces that God gives to us in moving through difficult times is intimacy with him and a deeper understanding of our own makeup and our own, um, maybe even our own dysfunctions, you know, as they kind of pop up every time that we're stressed in a certain way, right? And that's his grace. That's his mercy to let that stuff rise to the surface and, and uh, so that we can we can not only quote unquote deal with it, it's not about dealing with it as much as is it about bringing it to Jesus in that place of intimacy and trusting that he would bring healing to us. You know, the work that we have to do in this life, um, we have a couple of mindsets around that. One time uh, we might be thinking, well, I have a lot of work to do to get my act together. Um, And yeah, maybe. But the work really is to believe. The work really is to receive. And so it's not enough that we would kick ourselves into a gear of, um, what would that be, like behavior modification and all of that. It's really, that's, that's a self-reliance. That's a self-righteousness. Uh, whereas Jesus would be saying to us, look, I have done everything you need. And I give you everything you need for life and godliness. I give you healing and wholeness and restoration. I give all that to you. And it doesn't come by you striving harder, working harder. It comes by you receiving the grace that's available for you. So isn't that fun? So if you're going through a hard time and you're asking God to alleviate it, that's okay. You can keep asking that. But maybe part of the alleviation is a reframing it in, in the ways that you feel and think and the ways that you approach it. Uh, that might be part of the alleviation, not just that the circumstances would stop, but that you would have different mindsets and attitudes. You have to know that when I came back from Alaska after being in that immense space, that there were some things about my world that felt small. And that seems right, okay? But it's not that I feel like um, my situation, my lifestyle, my relationships are small as much as I felt like my ways of thinking were small. And so you have to know that through the the month of July, I've been dedicating some time to just meet with the Lord and ask him, where am I small-minded? Because he wants to expand. Because if I'm small-minded, I'm focused on the temporal things, whereas the goodness of God exists in the realm of the unseen world of God's kingdom. Because he is the king of that kingdom and his goodness reigns and rules in that space. Uh, That's why I really loved uh, reading Revelation 5 here this morning because um, it's interesting, isn't it? 
when John was weeping because he assumed that there was no one worthy to open the scroll, the elder said, look, there is um, a lion from the tribe of Judah. There's a root of David. There's a conqueror. Look, there's a conqueror. He's a lion. And when John looked, what did he see? He saw a lamb that was slain. That's not a mind bender. Um, the realm of God's kingdom does not exist in, under the same um, rules of engagement, I guess, as the world. The world is looking for the hero. The world looks for someone who has uh, conquered, achieved, and has dominated, I guess, is probably a good word. And Jesus says, I am all of that. And it came through what? It came through humility. And it came through the sacrifice of laying his life down for you and I. And so I love that because what it does is it brings a contrast to the realms of life that we can exist in. We can exist in a small world the temporal world, the world that is actually under the influence of powers and principalities that are not godly, or we can fix our eyes on the things above. We can fix our eyes on the goodness of God. We can fix our eyes on the kingdom of God that exists not through domination, not through fear, and manipulation, and exploitation, and all of the things that the world functions under and is desperately in need of a hero and is looking for that hero constantly, um, we, we still have, for, for better or for worse, we have um, this tug of war that happens, don't we? I mean, we either fix our eyes on the things of the world or we fix our eyes on the things of God. And when you fix your eyes on the things of God, my goodness, it changes everything. It absolutely changes everything. Um, and eventually what it will change is our attitudes and our behaviors uh, because we do not have to function the w in the ways of the world. We do not have to manipulate. We do not have to exploit. We do not have to use fear to motivate people. We do not have to do any of those things because we have an example in Jesus who is the conqueror, who is the lion of the tribe of Judah, who is the king of glory and sacrificial love is what ushered all of that in. And so we get to be that. We get to have attitudes then that are self-sacrificing for the sake of others that are honoring to other people, that prefer other people, that, um, you know, that just function through humility. So that's a powerful thing. So anyway, that being said, when Brian was sharing last week, he talked about the love of God. You know this is a gift, right? Everything that I'm describing about God's kingdom is a gift to you and I, and it's a gift that's motivated out of love. And there's absolutely nothing that can separate you from the love of God. 
I mean, one of the passages that Brian shared for us um, is in Romans 8. Now, we, we know Romans 8. It's a victorious chapter. It's so encouraging for us. If you haven't read it in a while, my goodness, I would encourage you to read it. I mean, but here it is. It's like God is determined to stand with us. And if God is for us, then who can be against us? And we certainly have this amazing encouragement that no one can divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one. Absolutely no one. And so Brian ended it with uh, Romans 8.38, I believe it was. Uh, So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There's nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ the anointed one. And this is the same Jesus that we were reading about in Revelation 5. This is um, the encouragement this morning is to meditate on, reflect upon, talk about, encourage one another on the magnitude of God's love. Now here's the deal. Brian said it last week. It's like uh, when you start talking about the love of God, um, you know, it requires, I, I believe honestly, that it requires the spirit of revelation to reveal to us the love of God. It, it requires the spirit of revelation. It's a miraculous thing for us who have been formed in this lower, small-mindedness of the world that has been influenced by hatred and strife and bitterness and all the brokenness and trauma and everything that ensues as a result of that, for us to be brought into an awareness, deep knowing the love of God. And that's why Paul prays, I pray that the roots of your heart, your roots, your soul, would go deep into the soil of God's love. And so there is a process of growing into that, and it's it's a deepening process. It's a, it's a process that um, takes time, but it's a process that we can be praying for one another, that we can be experiencing that in new ways, deeper, deeper measure, all right? So I bless you with that, and we'll move into some prompts here in just a moment. But with that, I just want to pray because I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like that blessing to release for each one of you, just a deepening awareness and a revelation of the love of God. So Jesus, by your Holy Spirit, would you reveal to us the love of the Father? Would you wean us off of old ways of thinking, small-mindedness when it comes to what does it mean to be loved? What does it mean to experience love and to, to receive it, Lord? So, so many of us have had such limiting examples of that through the humans in our lives, Lord. But And yet, you are encouraging us that we can know it. 
that it is lavished upon us through you, Jesus. And so, Holy Spirit, bring to us a fresh revelation of the love of God. In the name of Jesus, amen. It's our joy to offer these podcasts. We sure hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, any prayer requests, feel free to drop us a line at Fellowship at iCloud.com. If you're curious about ways you can be more deeply involved in this community, visit our website at EmmausFellowship.org and be sure to like our Facebook page.